0: Hello everyone and welcome to Showhoppers. Today we are covering The Artful Dodger Season 1, Episode 3, Dead Men's Secrets. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher, watching The Artful Dodger for the first time with my co-host and former student Kurt. Kurt, this is the way it used to be, the way it should always be. Your eyes, my brain, together we're unstoppable. You don't want me to be the eyes, Mister. <laughs> I have
1: terrible eyes <laughs> My lenses are pretty thick. Well, I, you I'm...
0: can't be the brains. That has to be me. It's one of my main
1: weaknesses in the zombie <laughs> apocalypse. Is oh. if I lost any sort of corrective lenses or anything, I'm
0: <laughs> I'm toast. You're like Sawyer. I'm lost. Uh, worse, worse. <laughs> Sawyer
1: goes a lot of time without his glasses. And yeah, in fact, just... the opposite. He needs them for reading. I That's right. I can't see a distance at all. I can only see oh. less than a foot away from me
0: pretty oh, well. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we're in trouble if, if we're stuck with each other in an the apocalypse. then.
1: Well, as long as I have corrective lenses, maybe I have <laughs>
0: backups. We'll, we'll make it through. Fagin had corrective lenses in episode one when he was like, oh, dear. Oh, dear. That was funny.
1: Maybe he just like <laughs> was staring for too long, and his eyes got like blurry. <laughs> <and> he, <didn't laughs> he was blast. making
0: fun of. He was making fun of the lenses. They were just in the jacket <laughs> that he got. Anyway, <laughs> all right, Kurt, let's take a guess at what we thought about this episode. Ratings. I think, Kurt, that you. Found a lot of entertainment value in this I think you I think you you liked everything with Fagin. he's funny, you know I think that you I think you liked a lot of the Captain Gaines stuff. I think you're very disappointed that they didn't follow through on the stuff with monks that they had at the end of episode two. I think you're maybe a little bit disappointed with the lack of intellectual or emotional heft in this episode unless you're considering Fagin's take on dead bodies but I think this is probably your least favorite episode so far. I'm mean, going to so say you gave it an 8 out of 10. There's
1: Fagin, so that's that's already a good note for you in this episode. <laughs> I don't know how you felt about I I think the Angus, was, was that the name of his dog? Agnes. It Agnes, thank you. Okay, Ag- <laughs> Agnes. Agnes. <laughs> I think you really digged that part of the episode. The jackpot... I, it seems just more of the artful dodger. I I think you you felt the same way about it as you did the other episode.
0: You gave it a nine. Okay, uh, I did not give it a nine. I gave this one an eight, uh, and a, a lot of it is because they did not follow through with the monks. Uh, I did not find the emotional and intellectual heft of the other episodes in this episode. Maybe I'm wrong about that. You could probably talk me <laughs> up to a nine. But th- those two big were the big mm. things. Um, I also. <laughs> Didn't think that we'd be getting such a heavy dose of Darius at this point. I thought we were going to kind of leave him in the dust. And I was a little surprised by how much of him we got in this episode. Uh, It it kind of felt like, in a lot of ways, it felt like more of the same. As much as I love hearing Fagan try to convince Dodger that they should be in each other's lives, I I do think that... it's getting a little monotonous.
1: <laughs> it's the same shtick in a different way. I <laughs> yeah. also gave it an eight. So okay. yeah, you got you got me right. Which okay. is more or less what you said. It, it's still, if this was episode two or one, I'd probably give this a nine. I agree. But you're right. Given given how they ended off last episode, we get nothing really about that portion with yep. the monk at the end. In fact, we get like a new antagonist, <laughs> it, uh, seemingly unless <laughs> yeah. I, yeah no you're right seemingly so and, and maybe that'll be something to follow through on and it'll be interesting we'll give next episode a nine or a ten or something yeah. now but yeah i agree compared to how last episode ended this one went yep. and fagin is just kind of repeating the same plot points of <laughs> i don't know he, so him and his dog thing you know, now I've kind of now gotten to know Fagin's character, you know Fagin a lot better than me. I was
0: like, Fagan didn't have a daughter. <laughs> Fagan Fagan <laughs> Like this well, is this isn't think he had a daughter, but I thought he had like uh, a pickpocket that he was fond of. I mean he calls oh, Dodger's no, son all the time. Oh
1: that well I didn't think it was any real person he was really um, upset over. Okay. I, I didn't know whether or not they were real or not. Or I I just felt he was lying in some way here. That that that's I I thought it was ingenuous. Well, he, well, he's being disingenuous. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's <It was> definitely <laughs> deliberately deceptive. So an interesting point about Agnes is Agnes is the name of Oliver Twist's mother. Oh, really? So I'm, I'm sure that's intentional. I'm sure the writers know that and they use that name intentionally here. But I, I don't know if he named this dog after Oliver Twist's mother because he's so angry at Oliver Twist's mother <laughs> that he decided <laughs> to name a dog after her. Uh, but it is the same name, Agnes, so. The
1: the the show is still, you know, it, it's still really funny.
0: Oh, I, I, I was, <laughs> I, I watched this episode twice and I was happy to do it. Like, I, I at no it, point it's still was funny. I like, I really don't want to watch this. Like, it's it's really great. It's, it, it is very enjoyable. It's just not, th- this episode was just not um, what I was hoping for here. I, I did love all the all the Captain Gaines stuff. I thought it was really interesting. I I love the intersecting stories of of uh, there, there's a scene where Fagin kind of sees the red boots walk in one direction and and hears Captain Gaines going after Jack in another direction, and he's kind of so he's kind of got all the information here. <laughs> I do like that they've kind of incorporated Aputi and Tim into their lives in multiple ways where aputi is both the henchman for um well i shouldn't say both is all of the the henchman for darius and the person who buries uh tinkler and also uh the the trial patient for the for the head surgery the cranial <laughs> surgery um the the lady bell stuff is that also seems to be getting a little monotonous to me um it's like She wants him to try some new medical procedure. He doesn't want to do it. She convinces him to do it, and they get closer.
1: Yeah, (laughs) he's a little more strict on it. She's a little more loosey-goosey.
0: They, they, (laughs) they figure it out. I'm, I'm really, I'm not discouraged by this episode, but I'm really hoping for more out of the next episode.
1: Yeah, I think there's still a lot of good bones here. Like, I'm not, I'm not too worried. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's guess each other's favorite scenes. Favorite scenes. Kurt, I think your favorite scene is kind of a it's that it's the mashup scene. I guess it's, I guess it's called a mashup, where simultaneously Gaines is interrogating Jack and Fagin is chasing down the money. Hmm. so do you know the scene i'm talking about yes, Obviously, yes you're do. gonna yes, say do, you do even if you don't so, <laughs> <laughs> no so I, I have no I idea what you're referring a- to I, I think you like that a lot it's got it's got all the characters so it's got except for Belle, it, but it has jack and fagin and Gaines and timmy and a pootie and uh what's her name scrubs
1: you know, the- do you remember her no not not the lady that helps out, Jack. Uh, I didn't even
0: write it. Back. No, it's Francis. Oh, Francis oh, 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 Scrubs. Francis, oh, the thief lady you're referring to. Yes, yes. Francis Scrubs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, it's got a, all of them in it. And so I I, I think mm. you really like that scene. I, I'm going to go with that. Okay. All right. And yours has
1: got to be a Fagin-heavy scene. I was going to say Fagin and Jack in the cemetery when they go looking for Tinkler and the first kind of reference to Agnes in the episode. But you, you, you voiced your voice discontent about that uh i i really I, i'm gonna still go with that why not fagin and jack even though fagin's doing something you already expect you just love fagin so much you can't help but watch it
0: <laughs> i mean so that if there is any emotional weight to this episode it is in fagin's it is that. <laughs> treatise on on corpses i guess um and his attachment to Agnes. So I, I guess there there is that. I, so I, maybe I'm short selling it. Uh, oh, the,
1: okay. Oh, it is <laughs> it is a very good scene, isn't it?
0: <laughs> oh no, I arguably mean, it, a favorite scene. It, it was it was up there. I, you know, it's. But maybe I'm short selling the, the top, emotional weight of this right? episode. Maybe, maybe there's more to it than I thought there was, uh, but it just didn't. It de- it never seemed genuine to me. <laughs> like yeah, I agree. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, but maybe it was more genuine than I think it was because he does seem like he does have a portrait <laughs> that he wears. So maybe he actually meant it all. It's, I should probably not discount it so much, but I did discount it a little bit and so that was not my favorite scene my favorite scene was the scene i guessed for you the mashup scene
1: oh well you got me right mr sal yes. I, I, I did guess i did guess and if, if i if you wouldn't l- let me do the mashup scene i was gonna say Gaines and jack talking
0: but yeah that me too uh, yeah me too that yeah. that part is is the better part of the mashup scene but yeah, so let's talk about that scene a bit so fagin barely has i had already mentioned the scene where fagin notices francis Scrubs. Mm-hmm. And her red boots going one way from Gaines's house, and Gaines is going the other way from his house, talking about how he's going to be uh, interrogating Jack. And so Fagin rushes over to the hospital, barely has time to warn Jack before Gaines gets there, and he, he just pisses off to chase Francis before they can get their stories straight. Um, it surely the, won't matter, <laughs> right? 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 Exactly. He finds he finds the money, and the two of them conspire with Tim. He finds Francis with the money. The two of them conspire with Tim to smuggle it out with a corpse to be buried by a putty, who doesn't know that there's money in there, presumably. Anyway, meanwhile, Gaines is interrogating Jack, and this is the the real meat of the of this. uh Particular scene where he talks about how like his infantry men when he when he was in the war used to make fun of him for for being a pencil pusher and a paper pusher and 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 using his pen and he says, but then I used this pen to sign his death warrant and you know, he licks the pen in a really disgusting way but I mean I we learned a lot about Gaines in this episode which is actually pretty cool I kind of like him as a as a heavy now where I, I didn't really care about him before um then this scene i think was was a big reason why but he brought a convict into his home Gaines gains is very upset about this J, you know jack says oh, i was treating the patients but you know you were with fakin fake it's a convict and you brought him into my home <laughs> on the night when the pay was stolen now that's pretty damning there jack now we're both in this business of saving lives and so it's really important that i clear your name here because otherwise we're going to lose a lifesaver
1: <laughs> a fellow lifesaver <laughs> I like I wait, but jack uno reverse cards him. oh yeah <laughs>
0: you get <laughs> oh him. yeah that's true i was in in your home on the say on that night with a convict and where were you you were off doing god knows what with an insufficient guard left behind <laughs> so yeah exactly there's there's an uno reversey there Reverse? Uh, yeah no. <laughs> uno reverse card not reverse. reverse there you go <laughs> Reversey, if you want that's a different game reverse <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway uh once Gaines does get done interrogating jack which like i said that was just fun stuff watching the two of them kind of fencing with words was really cool um but Gaines catches up with Fagin, who tells him that Jack has nine siblings. Jack had mentioned he has an only child. But no, Fagin uh, says, oh, no, no, he had, he had nine nine siblings. There was Algernon, Balthazar, Mortimer, Horatio after the Great One, Quentin, Thaddeus, uh, Simeon, Clarence, and uh, yeah, lovely little Violet. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then he twice. has to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Gaines okay, is like, "Oh, I'm sorry, that was too fast. Like, I can't write that fast. Can you repeat that?" <laughs> and, and Fagan does get it right the second time because it's all the same names. But they—it's funny get the way he repeats, it, though, he repeats it though, oh, because he repeats it exact yeah. way he said it. Right. <laughs> it's like yeah, uh, or. <laughs> just exactly yeah horatio after the great one. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah it's great it, it's really good so this scene's great because you get all the humor of fagan and you get the just the cool the rule of cool stuff with Gaines and jack and we get to know Gaines a lot so uh, this is a great scene i agree it, well yeah yeah i'm glad you picked, i'm glad you picked a good scene So am I. So am I. (laughs) All right, Kurt. I think we need to figure out who in this episode could have used a little magic. The magic. Yeah, who could have used some Magic Mind? If you don't know, folks, Magic Mind is uh, it's a what would you call it? A, a, it's a productivity shot, is what they call it. But mm-hmm. would you call it a supplement? Like uh, it's, it looks like if like I, I would uh, say supplement. I wouldn't say like an energy drink because it's no. nowhere near the caffeine content of an energy right. drink. No, only the caffeine of only a half of half a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not it's not a ton of caffeine, but it's a great way to start your day fill in your day it's a great way to just get get that extra focus and energy that you need i personally like to drink mine uh in the afternoon after right around lunchtime because i get that afternoon slog that really pulls me down um but there are some characters in this episode that that could have used some magic mind when do you take your magic mind
1: (laughs) i prefer to take it in the morning
0: i take it with one cup of coffee mix it in there and
1: it helps you to not have to take another cup of coffee and keeps the jitters away. So
0: yeah, you know it's it's interesting too. I, I, we, I we haven't had Magic Mind in quite a while mm-hmm. because we we haven't been we, we were sponsored by Magic Mind for a little while, haven't been recently, but we're happy that they're sponsoring us again because now we get to have that Magic Mind again, and I've missed it. I don't know about you. <laughs> uh,
1: oh yeah, I mean as you know, <laughs> Mister Sal. I recently moved, and so up. You off. did, it's you been, did. It's a tiring time to be moving. It's a great time to have Magic Mind. I, in fact, I've been so tired, we surely didn't miss a recording because of my, <laughs> <Right>. my tiredness. <laughs>
0: so, yeah. So, I,
1: I, yeah, I, yeah, I I've missed the Magic Mind dearly. So I'm glad that they're uh, sponsoring the show again.
0: Yeah, me too. You know, it's it's really it's good stuff too. It, it, you know, it's it's natural like vegan allergy free which is important to me uh stuff it's you know nootropics and adaptogens there's some really cool lion's mane mushrooms and cordyceps in there it's it's good it's a matcha tea for the caffeine it's it's really good stuff it's a it's a it's a little bit of focus and energy that does not it's it's subtle you know i don't even realize that i had it until i look back on my day and say huh i didn't really doze off at all today that's yeah, and pretty amazing and that's, amazing. The, big, and that's yeah. the big part of it compared yeah. to like
1: if you and you're not
0: at a coffee drinker but if you
1: drink like no. if i drink a cup of coffee i feel like especially if i drink two or you know an energy drink or something caffeinated, i feel jittery at, at, at like kind of hyper but within an hour or two i start slowing down and you, you get a crash there is a crash yeah. to it yeah uh, well i, I, no, I wish... magic mind
0: I wish we could share this information with some of the characters in this show, because some of these characters could really use some magic mind. And <laughs> it, 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 interestingly, uh, there's a really great, I think promotion on magic mind this month, for January of 2024 uh, to help you crush your new new year's resolutions. If you, if you want to fully focused, but for this month and for this month only, you get one month for free when you're subscribing for three months if you use our link, www.magicmind.com Jan, Kurt, and Sam. So capital J, capital A, capital N, K-I-R-T, uh, A-N-D, S-A-M. got to use our code, uppercase K, uppercase N, uppercase S, 20. The, the numerals, not the not the spelled out twenty. We will put that link and code in the description for this episode. But when you combine a subscription with our code and the one month free and the three month subscription, you're going to get about seventy five percent off, which is That's astounding <laughs> to me. <laughs> so. Thank you, Magic Mind. And I think that we got to figure out what characters would love to be thanking Magic Mind here. So I'm going to let you go first, Kurt. Who who do you think could have used Magic Mind in this episode? I think, personally, a character that could have used Magic Mind would be
1: Gaines, Captain Gaines. There's a few instances, mm-hmm. and maybe you picked him as well. Maybe you'll point out another instance. But the instance I went with was Darius and Peggy having an affair behind his back. <laughs> and yeah. Never suspecting Darius. Uh, nevertheless, uh, I'll specifically point at the scene where Darius is with Peggy, uh, praying. He, yeah, <laughs> goes from kissing to praying, and it, it's so—I mean, it's it's so hilarious. This dynamic, but when yeah, when Darius goes down praying and even invokes Gaines's name, you know, my dear, dear friend. I forgot his <laughs> actual first name, but yeah, Gaines. Uh, Lucius Gaines goes. Lucius, yeah. And yeah. Gaines L- interrupts him. And goes, oh, I didn't see you there, Gaines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, yeah. Well, Gaines got a lot of spinning plates in this episode. A does. lot of things going on right under his nose, and he he is having trouble diversifying that focus. And Magic Man probably could have helped him a lot. Got there. a lot of stuff
1: going on. He's got, he's got to hunt down this crook. Maybe it's Jack. Whoever it is, he's got to ransack these places. Uh, governor's orders and there's an affair under his nose he's not even aware of
0: that's true that's true i'm gonna go with, for my magic mind moment the character i think could have most used it i'm gonna go with my man fagin in the very very early part of the episode when he's got his <laughs> burnt crumpet he's trying to try tried. you know it's one of the few joys of his life that crumpet in the morning mm-hmm. and when it's burnt it just sets the whole day wrong but a little magic mind i think could have helped him a lot there start the day right
1: <laughs> he might have that was a
0: funny scene it was it was all right so again folks take advantage of this january 2024 offer for up to 75 off with a three-month subscription at magicmindcom slash jan kurt and sam with the code kns20 again those links and the code the link and the code will be in the description Who said it? Oh, 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 I got some good quotes for you to guess today. Okay.
1: Well, it better be. I <laughs> mean, that means that means you've got a ridiculous one. All right. Well, is it I'm three? very. Ex-
0: I'm very excited. There are three, and I'm very <laughs> excited about one of them. <laughs> very even... excited. All right. Alright, okay. The first quote, this will be the easiest one. You ready? Mm-hmm. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. Oh,
1: this is Gaines' so wife, Peggy.
0: You got he
1: it! Well, Why'd you call it the easiest one? Now, now it makes me well, feel... The- <laughs> How fast <laughs> you got it? That was easy. No, that was a very hard one.
0: Oh. Gaines oh, talks Christ. a lot this episode. He does, you're right. <laughs> he does. But... They're ransacking the humble abode of Captain Gaines and his wife, Peggy. And she is distraught. She's beside herself. Her home. Tell them to stop. I can't tell them to stop. I'm going to have told them to do it. But while they're ransacking his home, Captain Gaines goes into the bedroom and finds a button or a cufflink or something. And the bedroom and aggressively interrogates Peggy i mean he's got her yeah, i mean this is borderline andy in darby like, I, 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 yeah
1: it's creepy <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it, it, and he is ready to accuse her of adultery and apparently rightfully so but but she does talk her way out of it she tells him yes darius was here he was here to protect me he knows how worried you were about leaving me alone oh good (laughs) he's so relieved (laughs) what a good friend that darius is oh phew as long as it's just darius oh peggy summons the maid to maybe to distract him here and and uh the maid uh tells her to get the sheets off the bed knowing that she had slept with darius in that very bed just the previous night and this maid is none other than one Frances Scrubs. Name was given to her, and she tells Gaines that uh, I'm sorry. Want to say she Peggy tells Captain Gaines Lucian that. Oh, by the way, it wasn't just Darius. Jack and his associate, or the doctor, were here to tend to the men. Mm. Well, this excites Captain Gaines. So he was relieved to hear about Darius, and now he's excited to hear about. Doctor Jack Dawkins and Fagin. He's off to get their confession. Justice, <laughs> trust in the law. Okay, <laughs> that is one for one for you. Good job. Okay, so far I got a hundred. Yeah, this this one is hard, but this is not the one I'm proud of. The answer is very much sawed off. Hmm. The answer is very much sawed off. I believe is this, the the line that immediately precedes this is until that time the answer is very much sought off.
1: Oh geez, so now that confused. Oh. Uh, well, I'll I'll say it anyway. I, Jack to Bell.
0: That is about, correct.
1: When about doing the carbonic acid, and he wants her to get lost until she figures it out better
0: that is right you got it man good job. <laughs> nice
1: yes, oh, yes thank goodness I, I pulled up the episode I just watched
0: through yes. it real quick. yes jack refuses to use carbolic acid on charlie without more proof despite the fact that there was no rot on or in tinkler which i i i, I see jack's sense here because you know there's no rot. But we don't know the other damage it might do like you got exactly well, he's worried about shocking the, the shock mm-hmm. of the pain of it doing more harm than good for Charlie. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. No, so um, he, he's
1: just airing more on a side of caution than Bella's, is, which yeah. is, you know, maybe exactly. you would be wrong, but no one I, it makes sense. It's a logic makes right. sense. Right. Well,
0: yeah. well I mean Bell calls him out, like, do you care at all? Uh, and Jack <laughs> says, I care very deeply. And and you believe it. Belle, on the other hand, I'm not sure she does care much about Charlie. She really wants to do this for you know for scientific advancement. Yeah. Jack's thinking about the patient, so yes, he tells her to very much sod off until which I I actually really like the expression. I'm gonna have to start using it. Sod off <laughs> Exactly. All right, you're two for two. Now this one you might get this, but I'm very proud of it. And I and, and I don't think you'll know why I'm proud of it. <laughs> but I think you might okay. get this. You're two for two. Can you go three for three? Let's find out. They've had the worst of times. They've had the best of times, and now they're at peace. Well, this seems like this is Fagin to
1: Jack when it's a scene I guessed for you to be your favorite scene. I'm, this is not my official guess. I'm I'm just trying to think out loud.
0: But I'm trying to. Is, is, can you say it one more time? They've had the worst of times. They've had the best of times, and now they're at peace. That's my final
1: answer. I don't know what else it'll be.
0: You're three for three. <laughs> <laughs> you are three for three. Let me tell you why I'm so proud of this, though. Why? Have you ever heard the expression, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times? I have. That is the so first th- line in what book? Do you know? No. I, I have no idea. The Odyssey? No. <laughs> A Tale of Two Cities, written by... <laughs> oh. I don't know who wrote A Tale of Two Cities. Charles Dickens, who also wrote... Oh, okay. Uh, Oliver Twist. twist. Yeah. Yes. So, this, I like this, because I, I don't think... I don't know how many people would catch this, but I caught it, and I think it was a really cool nod to Charles Dickens here. They've had the worst of well, times, they've had the best of times, and now they're at peace. All right. No, that's interesting. All right. Well, good yeah. job. That
1: better shout to me, though. Sorry, Charles Dickens.
0: Three for three. Yeah. Good Let's for you. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. Does four for four count? I think four for four is probably better than three for three. Okay. Well, right. give me four next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, inflation. <laughs> well, anyway, at the graveyard, Fagin refuses to dig up a corpse. It's the one thing he will not do. They're at peace. Ah, he can't do it. Not after he lost his Agnes... She was barely six years old. He buried buried her himself. She was his f- most favorite thing. It's, it, he, he gets very emotional about this, Agnes. And Jack assumes that he's talking about a daughter. Fagan does give the impression that he's talking about a. daughter. Oh, he totally does. Like after you, I gotta. <laughs> yes, exactly. But Jack agrees to to leave Fagan out of it and dig him up himself. So he's off to find a putty to figure out which grave it is. Because there are lots of them.
1: You could just start digging okay. up graves until you found the right one. I, you could. I guess, I guess I guess. he was in a mortise safe or whatever, so he would need a yeah. flashbang. Which I guess is just bang. a new character that's around now, but I like him.
0: So. Yep. I like flashbang. It's a good addition. Okay, Kurt. We've covered a few scenes already. Let's recap the rest of them. The episode opens with this really cool desert rock music with Cloaked Bell visiting Tinkler's corpse and noticing a discoloration under a rag that was used to clean the morgue with carbolic acid. And that is the opposite of a problem. What's the opposite of a problem? A solution. Oh! oh. And it's a solution of carbolic acid. <laughs> That's a chemistry <laughs> joke. <laughs> That's in ridiculous. chemistry, we always say if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the precipitate. But in this case, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Okay. Decrepit old Fagin hasn't slept a fox's wink and can 't figure out who stole the money from the safe he didn't even see the red boots behind the curtain that 's how much he's losing it. But when he waxes nostalgic again for the third episode in a row, <laughs> Dodger <laughs> rejects him again for the third episode in a row and tells him to find his own room well, that's, maybe Get a, a, that's maybe a lost that's maybe a step in, in a different direction for Dodger
1: mm-hmm.
0: Bell. Meanwhile, cannot find the book she's looking for, and the governor is pissed at Gaines that the money is gone and a little salty that Uncle Dickie got a dukedom. I had to listen to this like four times and watch it with subtitles. I I, I I, I don't don't even know that part. What are (laughs) you saying? After Gaines leaves, you know, Gaines Gaines sods off, um, the uh, governor is talking to Bell and and Bell's upset, mm-hmm. and he, the governor's upset, and the governor re- reveals to Bell that Uncle Dicky got a dukedom, which means apparently his brother <laughs> is now is a, a duke, duke, and he's not; he's the governor of a penal colony, <laughs> and uh this is this makes him very salty. and And Bell tries to console him by saying, "Well, maybe he'll you know catch something and die." <laughs> and, did you catch what the governor says after that? No. <laughs> this, I almost gave this as I, a I probably should have because yeah, you know, I, I would have right? gotten
1: it. Cause I, I, <laughs> I I struggled to hear what he said and I was like, whatever, it's yeah. not pivotal. <laughs> she,
0: she, she says, well, may, maybe he'll get sick and die. He goes, we live in hope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that.
0: <laughs> I would probably have hope. gotten that.
1: I would not have gotten that.
0: Oh, well. Anyway. She wants her Lancet and ha- Fanny has it, but she's colored it it looks like she, I, she ripped out pages maybe she's, she's playing with it who knows i don't, I don't know what she was doing anyway there's <laughs> probably some uh some poetry by the snail written in there <laughs> <More to> <laughs> <her>. <laughs> you can marry the snail <laughs> uh anyway um guards ransack captain gaine's house at his own request one of the maids smuggles the money out in the laundry. So we know who has the money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Fagin, very disappointed in his burnt crumpet. <laughs> Jack uh, cares so little about the burnt crumpet that he stomps on it and checks it out the window. He is needed with Charlie, who has the rattles. <laughs> Belle pulls Jack away from Charlie and into the morgue to tell him about Louis Pasteur, Lister, microbes, germs, and carbolic acid. They need to cut Tinkler open to test her theory, though, that the carbolic acid kills these tiny organisms that nobody knows about in this time period. They cut together, and she waxes poetic.
1: Yeah, this is another thing too. Like this, like sexual tension between these two over and over again.
0: <laughs> yeah, this yeah, that was twice in this too. episode. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep.
0: Somewhere in there is how we think and feel and love. Ooh, Lady Bell, ladies and gentlemen, great plumbing, great plumbing. Ah, yes, it's so much more than plumbing. I no, gave you that I'll just go too.
1: <laughs> it's like I would have gone that. It's like I, I would argue if anything, it's like glorified plumbing. We're just a bunch of plumbing.
0: Ah, I don't know about that. Can a sink, <laughs> can a sink talk and feel and love? Well, maybe if you put more plumbings in the sink it could we're just not putting the right chemicals down it <laughs> we're not
1: putting <laughs> enough pipes in around
0: it correct chemicals in it. <laughs> anyway okay uh we've already talked about the uh the gains uh finding the button scene mm-hmm. we've even talked about jack telling lady belt to sod off so we're on to Fagin. Oh, we've already talked about this, too. Fagin notices scrubs and her red boots and Gaines both leaving the house. We see Belle doing some experiments on roast pig. That's very disappointing to Fanny. But regardless, we talked about the interrogation scene. And now we come to Fagin and Jack comparing the stories that they told Gaines, which is not a good comparison. No. And they... They have to take some action. Jack wants to put the money back, which Fagin finds completely ridiculous. One of the craziest <laughs> things he's ever heard. Besides, Fagin buried it with Tinkler, next to Tinkler, near his coffin, inside Tinkler. <laughs> <laughs> At the graveyard, Fagin refuses to dig up the corpse, and we've already talked about this, so mm-hmm. we'll move on. Um, we see Bell dump Acid onto her leg and burn herself. We hear it, which I don't yeah. think that we would not hear it, by the way. But why? Uh, Wouldn't you not? Oh, I'm, so I'm assuming, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but I am assuming that she has at least diluted this acid a little bit with water.
1: No, but it's acid, Mr. Stroud. <laughs> I've seen <it> very <laughs> bad acid, acid. Oh, that'll eat you right up okay just a little bit of acid that'll get you Just a
0: little just a little
1: haven't you heard horror stories in the chem lab with someone getting a drop of acid on their like finger and it going right through their hands
0: Acid on my skin (gasps) i think it's been stronger acid than carbolic acid that has presumably been watered down and it did not like this but uh, (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh anyway so she uh she literally just dumps it on her leg there again there had to be a better way here. Like, <laughs> it must have been, like, did she not try it on, a on, cloth. on the pigs? Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, did it not burn the pigs, or was she hoping it would burn, but not her? I, uh, yeah, you're right. I don't...
0: I don't know. Anyway, she gets an idea, a very spritzy idea, when she sees Fanny and the snail trying perfumes. So I'm just going to call you, Mortimer the snail from now on, by the well,
1: way. So I, from, from a chemistry standpoint, why would... What is in perfume? If you do know, it's kind of on the spot question. Do you know if there's anything specifically in perfume? I don't. That think would it's help the with per- this. Acid? I think it's. Like it's I a think it's the
0: mechanism of delivery. I don't think it's the perfume at all. Oh, I, I think, so I think she dumps. It's, it's, I see
1: what you mean. So the yeah. So that was that. So it's so dumping. It on yes. LA. uh, <laughs> getting yes. Just a misting of it. Exactly. Or <laughs> a dab. Maybe. Maybe you know, wetting a cloth would have been <laughs> equally as exactly. sufficient
0: exactly and a little dilution i'm sure wouldn't hurt either but um yeah so i'm I'm sure she dumped the perfume and just put well, caramel you know, gas you're, in
1: you're it. talking with the knowledge of 21st century chemistry and knowing you're right theory, you're right we didn't know about diluting acids
0: who knows i mean that to me just seems like such common sense <laughs> the dilution and also the spritzing like that that just seems like Common well, sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a little clever. The spritzing's a little bit clever, but, like, the clever but the, the, the dilution or dabbing it on, I feel like. I'm sure they were watering down liquor back then. I can't believe they don't know about watering things down, <laughs> but. The bartender's like, oh, I have a way of saving money. Exactly. <laughs> that's, actually the, that's actually the first instance of dilution. Well, I mean, they circa have. Circa 1910. They, they, Any liquor is diluted; it's not pure alcohol. You would die back then. No, they. (laughs) Okay, back then, cool. Okay, actually, (laughs) come to come to that, I I feel like they would have known that alcohol was a disinfectant back then. Well, they didn't believe in germs. That's true. Germ theory
1: was huge, and I get why. I, you know. Stuff like that, like obviously, for almost anyone alive nowadays, germs just make common sense. Like, yeah, there's germs; you got to watch out for them. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, wash your hands and stuff. But imagine mm-hmm. living in the time without knowing about germs. Like, I, I know they used to believe surgeons like getting blood of patients in on their hands was like a, yeah. a protective film from filth, or like, and it like it, it would protect them oh. and protect the other patients. So they would try to keep their hands bloody. Oh, wow. They they wouldn't wash their hands between
0: surgeries. No, that's
1: interesting. I had not heard that. I heard of that. That might be a myth. Don't quote me on that, but I I heard about that. (laughs) But if that is correct,
0: quote me on that. Thank you. All right. Well, let's look it up first before I quote you or not. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Anything else or do you want me to move on here? No, yeah, move on. All right. So Darius makes out with Peggy, who's itchy. Are you itchy? She says did you catch this like yeah i did i yeah I didn't yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. I, I i'm sure this is chekhov's std it but. is
1: i, I now I wonder if we're <laughs> gonna hear games yeah talk about it
0: yeah exactly uh but when she sees Gaines, they twist into a prayer for him and Gaines mm-hmm. thinks jack knows more than he's letting on, which very much worries Darius. And actually it's worry, it worries Peggy as well. She's she's very worried that Gaines latched on to Jack Dawkins like this because she's certain that Jack Dawkins was there and, and Darius at least knows that he knows that they were sleeping together. So both Peggy and Darius have a lot to be worried about with the fact that Gaines has this jack bone that he won't let go of. So what does Darius do? He puts a pootie up for challengers to a fight and sends a goon for Jack. But Jack hides beneath Lady Belle's parasol and treats her wound in an alley. Very sensually.
1: What, is, what did he put on it that he had on it? Uh, did he have like aloe on his person? A
0: poultice. Is, huh? I don't know. I don't know. all <laughs> sort of like ointments. snake oil. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of ointment. But anyway. He got to put it on her upper thigh, so he was pretty excited, I think. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, he can test, or I'm sorry, he tells her that she can test the carbolic acid on Charlie when it's ready. And now he says, I trust you, which he categorically did not say before. He said, I do not trust you, but now he does. Fanny sprays the carbolic perfume on her neck and it doesn't burn her. So Eureka, Bell has got it
1: again like was she scared of burning herself so she was willing to burn fanny i
0: i think I so i think that's the implication there and i think it's pretty funny
1: it's funny but again there must be other ways to test
0: this <laughs> she wants to test it on charlie jack won't let her so she found fanny yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Anyway, at the you know this episode's a lot funnier than I thought it was. Now that I'm, it's funny. Talking it, it, about it. This was a, this was a very <laughs> funny episode.
1: I don't doubt that. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! Anyway, at the fight, it, it gets even funnier here.
0: Sorry, oh it does, it does. <laughs> Darius challenges Jack to fight a pootie, but Flashbang was there first. Fagin hucks an oyster shell out there, and the pootie slips on it while Flashbang is in mid swing. So Flashbang knocks him right out. And this is, this is some bad news, because if Jack cannot revive a pootie, then they're dead. If he dies, we die. Meanwhile, Flashbang would love for him to die. <laughs> so, <laughs> he says, if you choose not to fix him, that's fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> because he does not want to deal with this guy after he wakes up. Anyway. Oh, uh, where was I? I've lost it. Uh, Jack got it. leaves Fagin. Yes, yes, to go yes. grab Bell. So Jack goes to Bell's house to get her acid spray so that she can prevent a putty dying of infection. There's a successful a successful corkscrew surgery, which is, and I, I will say, like the surgeries have been pretty interesting to watch. They are in yeah. this <laughs> in this series. It's pretty, pretty good.
1: I I love if, the concept. This, the, this isn't the case in this episode, but the speed running instance of surgery back in the time of you just got to go
0: fast (laughs) yep exactly because of the pain yeah (laughs) exactly but apudi is so grateful that he tells jack where tinkler is buried jack goes and digs up tinkler but he's in an iron cage he'll need a small small detonation (laughs) from flashbang
1: he just has a bunch
0: on his person (laughs) that's why they call him flashbang i that's, I suppose. Yeah,
1: <laughs> getting in a fist fight with like
0: I'm I'm explosive sure as I'm, sure I'm sure it I'm sure does not say flashbang on a spirit certificate. So no. <laughs> anyway, Bell tends to a pootie, and Charlie wakes up. Her treatment worked. Fagin wonders about the afterlife, and where Agnes, his dear Agnes, is right wow. now. Agnes the dog. <laughs> That does not uh, rub Jack the right way when he finds out that Agnes is a dog. I, d- I dug this all- hole all by myself because you're upset over the loss of your dog. The charge do- goes off, though. And then Francis Scrubs shows up with a gun to them. Strip and pay up.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Now, Looking- next episode, we're going to completely skip over this. We'll go to somewhere else. <laughs> no, no, no! They can't, they can't do that now. <laughs> no, no, no! In fact, I, I, if, I question if this is one. Bi- I don't know how, but this is one big ploy from Fagan. Could be. Now I don't see the rationale in it. Uh, she looked pretty surprised to see him. Yeah, so uh, I, was, like, I don't understand what Fagan has to gain from going through all this rigmarole. So
0: I don't either. I don't either. I, I think it's a separate thing. So now. Maybe Monks, though. It could be that Monks has put could... Francis Scrubs up to this. So, at any rate, who's Monks? Being... Who is Monks? Monks is yeah. Oliver's half brother. Yeah, but we haven't, like, we didn't. I not think like we've ever him. seen the him. End of, mm. end of the previous episodes. I know episode that can't two.
1: be true because why wouldn't he be here this episode then? It's a creepy question, Kurt. Mm. Great no.
0: question. <laughs> I don't have a good answer. Well, maybe. Right. Well, what did you want to check there, Mr. Sal? Well, maybe we can find the answer by checking the time, which is Ah. TV time. Ain't no time. Look at TV time. I think, Kurt, what do you think people of TV time gave this episode? I think they gave it a five. This is the most five episode. Seventy four (laughs) percent said five. The most five. All right. That's right. The previous two were only 72 percent apiece.
1: Don't. Don't guess my favorite character yet, because I might change it. I'm thinking I will not be changing it.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, So just so you know who is votable, other than the main three characters, other votable characters are the Governor, Lady Fanny, Captain Gaines, uh, Dr. Rainsford Sneed, Hetty, and uh, that's, that's that's it. Darius is not votable somehow. Oh, were, were you so gonna vote in Darius or something? I hope I hope you didn't vote for Darius. No, I think you voted for Captain Gaines, actually.
1: I think the people said Jack. I also think and the you said, Jack. said man. I I I I should say Fagan here. But I don't think you said Fagan. I think you said Captain Gaines as well. Let me ask you I this, did say Kurt. Captain Gaines.
0: Oh, good for you, man. <laughs> but let me ask you this was was Fagan ah. in this episode? Uh, was he? I don't know. um Yeah, he was. Yes, then then Fagin gets my vote. Ah, oh, <laughs>
1: ridiculous! So your fan club.
0: <laughs> it is. He's not even really that is. good in this episode. He's not even that good. <laughs> I know. He's probably the third most interesting character, and may- maybe even fourth most interesting. So why are, are you episode? voting for him? This You're supporting this. <laughs> I know. You can't. Jack, if you want him to change, you have to punish
1: it. Did you learn nothing from Boop? Did you learn nothing? Shrinking.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I, out. I don't I don't believe that my vote here has any impact on a series that already oh, exists. It,
1: oh, it certainly does, <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay, well, they will change it based on people's responses. They'll, they'll go in. Kind of like, you know, how early versions of The Hobbit book and whatnot are different than a later edition. Look, voting
0: for Fagin is one of the great joys of my day. <laughs> so I'm to keep doing it. It's Fagin. Yes. All he's hucking right. uh, oyster shells. He's breaking teeth on crumpets. He's gaslighting. Not that good. Not not good. None of that's like not, that good. It's not not even gaslighting. It's <laughs> he's he's, he's just um, lying. Yeah, Or like no, mis- it's, lying. Lying.
1: it's like misdirecting.
0: Mis- I don't know, he's- misleading Jack into yeah. thinking that his dog was his daughter. <sighs> he's the original. What? He's the original dog dad. Well, who did the the people say? Not oh, Jack. Okay, <laughs> seventy-six percent. Lady Bell came in second with twenty-three well, percent.
1: Since you guessed gains for me, I think deep down you know gains is. No, the, I do. Is the, <laughs> the pickier, right? He's just that, oh oh, one hundred percent. Jacks Jacks is going to be around for every episode, right? That's life, without a doubt. And in this one, what I just Gaines, if We get to know Gaines a bit more. He's funny, and uh, yeah, it's a combination oh. of getting to know him better. He's funny. And he drives the plot a bit. came you know, like interrogating both the main characters, him and his
0: wife. It's a good show. Listen, a rational person should vote for Captain Gaines in this episode. I am irrationally in love with
1: Fagin. I see that now, and I will not make this mistake so- again in the future. I assure you of that.
0: <laughs> Mark my words. <laughs> they are marked. <laughs> I... <laughs> Oh, well, anyway, Kirk. we've got another episode of Artful Dodger next week. It is episode four The Stitch Up, but before you listen to that episode, you got some time? So why don't you go check out some of our other series? We just finished recently a murder at the end of the World. We are just now finishing we have just now finished covering bodies on Netflix. Check those out. listen to our coverage. We've got a new series starting this week. I actually, I think it already has dropped this week. Hmm. Culprits. It's also on Hulu. So if you're watching the Artful Dodger, you got Hulu already. Just check out right That's culpr- while you're there. Yeah, look, That's right. C U L P R I T S.
1: Culprits. culprits. That's right. Culprits.
0: One point. <laughs> one one point. <laughs> I spelled it right. Okay, fantastic! <laughs> Thank you. We'd have to have a spelling segment on, this, on the podcast next time. A spelling so, bee.
1: Oh man, yeah. I, I I'll leave this diatribe or not diatribe. Oh boy, this you know the podcast is ending here or this episode's ending. When I was um in elementary school, I was in a spelling bee, and I was a pretty good speller. And I, when I was so nervous, and I think it was the first or second word that was given to me, the person before me, it would spell don and they said like i i don't remember how they spelled I think in, they in said like D O N, as in the sunrise exactly okay it comes to me so the person says d-o-n don incorrect sit down right they're out of the spelling bee kurt's up now kurt spell don i go okay D O N Don. I said the exact same thing. Oh as no. As <laughs> and then the next person after me asks for the definition. And then they're like, oh, when the sun rises. D A W N. So, uh-huh. I, anyway. So, me and Spelling Bees, that's the only Spelling Bee I was ever in.
0: Wrecked me with my confidence in spelling. Oh, it's, it's, it's My favorite stand up comedian, Brian Regan, always says, all right, kids, up against the wall. Type for public humiliation. <laughs> I mean that's really what a spelling bee is. It's really bad. <laughs> uh. anyway. All right. So those are some of the series that we have that you can check out. We've got lots of other ones. Go back into our catalog. Check them out. Email us, showhopperspodcast at gmail gmail.com you can uh, tell your friends about us tell your enemies about us put us out there on your social media presence we would love that we'd so much appreciate that as well as giving us 5 star ratings and reviews Kurt, I'd like you to spell Don for me D-O-N no, 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 you're wrong that really put the pickle in the biscuit jar shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day